0: I, I can't, can't believe, believe it's over already. I can't either. And I was thinking about it this morning. I can't believe that this is our fourth time doing yeah. this. And that oh, we've been crazy. in this. I know. It's been so fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I still love it. I don't know about you. Yeah. It's, uh, yes. I feel like each year we talk with so many interesting people and our network is extending. Uh-huh. And so our network's network is helping us out. Yeah. So I'm yeah. excited to bring to our loving audience. Yes. That's growing massively, no. which is also super exciting, uh, to bring you our 2022 year in review. Yeah, unrelatable. Unrelatable. Okay, so if you're familiar with our year in review, uh, Missy and I walk through uh, all of our interviews that took place this year. Uh, we will try to think of some fun behind the scenes uh, little notes that maybe uh, would be of interest to people that are. True, trusted followers <laughs> that are curious about the behind the scenes. Um, and then we also try to highlight some thoughts about the interview, particularly if you don't have a ton of time, you can get some highlights from just listening to, yeah. you know, what what stood out for us in terms of um, the conversations, you know, what was meaningful. And then certainly if you hear a little something, you can always go back right. and listen. listen and um, one, yeah. one of the things that we've done at Relatable this year uh, that I think was new this year was the analytics work and mm-hmm. being able to track who's, um, not necessarily specifically who's listening, but how many people are listening and where they're listening. And I think we're in at least 15 countries, so thank you yep. for everybody that's abroad. Officially international. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, and then also uh, we're just seeing, you know, in terms of what your interests are, where we see people listening to episodes and we still see people listening now it's great to have the insight where people are listening to episodes from last year the mm-hmm. year before so yeah it's kind of cool that we can track it and see right. that we're at least I know. reaching an audience i know so, okay so first chad small yeah. was our first interview of 2022 and chad is a director of sales or Regional director of sales. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Very
1: good. Yeah. At Enterprise. <laughs>
0: uh, so what I remember about that interview was our first in-studio interview. Mm-hmm. In fact, our setup was even a little bit more different because we've matured yeah. uh-huh. uh, that over time. <laughs> and um, I feel like with Chad, I'll, he's someone that um, has had a lot of traction in terms of people listening. Yeah. Uh, people really yeah. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm for me i think his positivity and exuberance around development like he's really passionate about developing others Mm -hmm. Uh, and also just his life story and his path how he started out in marketing Mm -hmm. uh and thought that was going to be the path and then it fell flat because of i think a recession Mm -hmm. and so having to pivot and then find this other career which i think he's been really successful enjoys
1: yep i think he does too he likes he involved people. He's also very generous. Remember, he came here; it was like yes. ten o'clock in the morning, and yeah. he had already been to some charity <laughs> yes. place that yes. he was volunteering his time. And yeah, yeah. He also let's say this: he also um, supplied vans for the Centerville football team to go down to a training camp, like oh down wow. in North Carolina or something. So that was really nice of him too. Yeah, really he's, to do that, and so. he's
0: told me too. Like on the side, you know, anything that we're doing in the TFA world with youth development, he's Mm -hmm. on board. So, you know, I think uh, we're going to be coming, we're going to be coming up again. He's got great energy, too. Yeah. I mean, he's always
1: happy bouncing off the walls all the time. Yeah. So, who's next? Miss KP. Who is, I mean, I would say diversity expert extraordinaire, whatever, (laughs) right? Like, she, I mean, she is trailblazing that space and. I mean, which is important. And she said, you know, sometimes changing people's way of thinking, like it's really hard yeah. to do that because they're set in a way and just, you know, pivoting your thoughts a little bit and trying to convince people how to pivot their thoughts a little bit. So. Yeah.
0: And um, Kavita is KP's first name and KP uh, has always been a huge supporter of mine and mm-hmm. somebody that really helped me when I was at Deloitte. And I think what was so great about our conversation for me, it's been a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. since I've left and it felt Mm -hmm. like no time had passed at all. And just, you know, what you said in the, in the diversity, I I think what I like too, is just the humility of it's, it's a big challenge and, you know, we're incrementally trying to change Uh the system Uh and recognizing it is it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but willing to you right. know, because that's right. almost like a tour of duty for her in that role. So uh-huh. um, and I love what she said too about networking, in particular the piece around I think she gave the the metaphor of a plant. Yeah. And like the yes. you know, watering the seeds. Uh-huh. Oh, there's our friend Moose. Um, Yeah, no. Hello, Moosey. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I just feel like uh, from that perspective, too, and then i love to, you know, she talked about coming from India, and mm-hmm. like, I think ending up in like, uh, middle of Buffalo, the, yeah, was it Buffalo? That's <laughs> no, what I was thinking a, of, all yeah. the places to, yeah. and then, like, no thirty fa- years no ago family, no, yeah. like, so, so right. much bravery, I, yeah, yeah, it was, it's a great one, and that's mm-hmm. another one that's trending for yeah. us that uh, yeah. a lot of people have listened to. Which is to awesome, sure. right, yeah. and she
1: said when she did come from India, she told her kids, right, no internet existed that back then. She showed up in Buffalo, not yeah. being able to check the weather. That's or whatever, right. first time she saw snow. Yeah, and yeah, so that's, that's right. right. What is happening here? <laughs> Where did I come? This is crazy, right? So yeah, that was funny too.
0: Um, Zach Davis uh, was next, and uh, Zach is also someone that's had a lot of traction yeah. and a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I think his story—he was interested in being a professional MMA fighter, had a lot of injuries. Uh, it's definitely not a straight line to where he is uh-huh. now, which, um, they have now officially named his new business. It's called Groundswell oh, and it's awesome. in Frederick, Maryland. Awesome. And it's a, a martial arts Academy. Yeah. Uh, great. they're doing phenomenal. So that's great news. Of that's course. an update from yeah. our last conversation. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Cause he talked a lot about, they were just starting mm-hmm. and all the branding and everything and making sure that that was on point. And so, yeah, that was cool. And yes his story how and it's vulnerable like he his, was and yeah. just
0: yeah his path to sobriety sober yep. Uh, yep and also he is one of those people that just has a ton of energy that like you are like okay i yeah right. i'm on board right right <laughs> I can, let's go I can fight here <laughs> exactly. we go i've exactly. never exactly. done it before but
1: i can kick somebody's butt sure no problem yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yep. just yeah, super uh, encouraging um bolus yep joe bolus if we have to use his whole name <laughs> Uh, I liked him, I mean, when he talked about his concussion that he had playing football and being the jokester in the locker room, and I really, I mean, you know, because my kids play football, and so I liked hearing those stories and things that happen in the locker room and all of that stuff, and just, yeah. And also the dangers of it, and the importance of taking care of your head. And, you know, like, not trying to hide those things because you know what can happen, and him finding success even though he wasn't a great student and you know but still he figured a way out I mean he figured out how to do it and how to get it done and so
0: yeah I I agree like the kind of shining a light on mm -hmm. that and how it was something that he felt chased him for many years like decades not Mm -hmm. just yeah in high school immediately following Mm -hmm. yeah because nobody noticed
1: for a long time
0: yeah so for sure. Yeah. I love that, um, you know, he and I started our businesses at the same time. So, having that kind of mm-hmm. person that was kind of with me and I didn't feel sort of isolated was a great sounding board for me. Mm-hmm. And I love what he said about presentation skills and being able to stand in front of a room mm-hmm. and like own the room yeah. and how that's a critical skill. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't do that, you really. It's going to be, you'll be hard pressed to be a good leader. Right. So obviously given Mm -hmm. my love of soft skills, like I really appreciate that. And the other thing I'd say about Joe is like, he's so supportive of us and Mm -hmm. has helped with getting us connected with other people that we've spoken with. And I don't know, he's just always been super pro TFA. Yeah. Um, And also like a great interview, like Uh really fascinating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was good. And he does know how to command a room, too. Yeah. Somehow. He's such a goofball. I would think he wouldn't, but somehow. Not somehow. Like when he's like on. He does. Yeah. When he's
0: on, he's on. Yep, for sure. Yep. Um, Q, so it's LaQuena Jacobs, Black Color Q. Uh, she is someone that we chatted with who, in title, also similarly is focused on diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think what I love about Q's story, too, is, and I've known her a long time, so it's a little bit of a cheat. Uh, But I do think like her, how she's navigated her career, uh, it's it's definitely not been a straight line. There are lots of stops along the way. And I think her openness and her vulnerability to grow Mm -hmm. and know that like in the beginning, I remember her talking about in the beginning, she was someone who would kind of hide the things that were Mm -hmm. maybe developmental or things that, you know, she wasn't perfect, obviously, Mm -hmm. versus like. Being a little more transparent, owning it, and saying, I need help, and, Mm -hmm. like, her ability to do that, navigate that. Yeah. I love that part of Mm -hmm. our discussion. Yeah.
1: I think that was good. I like that, too. Um, Also, what stood out to me was when she said, don't do things just to check a box.
0: Mm. That whole
1: checking a box thing, and that, you know, she left a huge company to go to a smaller one and start to help them with their diversity and inclusion and, you know, how teaching people that it's important. That was a theme, I think, for this year, but... Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I know.
0: Missy just said as we are setting up, like as we were looking at everybody we talked to, there's so many people that we met this year that have talked about inclusion, diversity, and just community mm-hmm. and what they're doing to mm-hmm. support our community, yeah. whether that's internationally or domestically mm-hmm. in their in their like role because the role is structured that way. Or outside. yeah, it's definitely been yeah. a theme. But it's
1: yeah, taking care of your people and yeah, yeah, yes. Look at us. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> 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 Taryn. Taryn. Oh, our girl, Taryn. Taryn Taryn yes we this took a minute to get her um, like I mean because she's a kid and her mom you know yeah. setting stuff up or whatever and um anyway she did the TED talk on Gen Z yes um and all the research that she did for that and you know
0: so that and, that, and it was a good TED talk she did a great job I do think her drive and her interest and curiosity to grow mm-hmm. and I remember her talking about moving a lot and mm-hmm. finding the thing that you like to do mm-hmm. and that's how she's been able to find community versus like going where you think you should go right. or where the other people are yeah. because th- those didn't necessarily uh-huh. resonate with her right right um and then yeah, the TED Talk I think on Gen Z, just around how there's a lot of misconceptions and mm-hmm. that we may think we know who they are, but we don't. Right. So mm-hmm. if you don't really know, you gotta go check out her TED That's Talk right. and then also right. listen to our interview because yeah. you'll get more because
1: yeah. you now. do. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I agree. And for her to figure out that lesson
0: so young. I mean,
1: I know. how lucky. Some <laughs> we of these people who talk to you. Like, everybody can I know. figure out that lesson. I know. Totally. Yeah.
0: I wish yeah, sometimes sure. like and I know, and I, this is the other thing I've thought of as we've interviewed people. I'm like I want to do that. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, if yeah. I could start over, I'd go yes. back and, and take that path and yeah. try something. Yeah. I, and that's yeah. what I feel like is really cool. We get a, little, a window and we can uh-huh. kind of get a taste yeah. of it, even though yeah. we ourselves haven't been right. on that path. Right. So Tony Bird, uh, our next uh, guest, so excited that we got Tony on. I feel like one update with Tony. So when we interviewed him, he worked for Teach for America. Uh-huh. And that was cool because when I met him like 25 years ago, he, had, he was like his first role with Teach for America, yeah. so that had come full circle. Uh-huh. But now he's in a superintendent role in Colorado, which and I, awesome. which is amazing. And I know, I mean, he and I have not said this, he hasn't told me this specifically, but I think I can go out on a limb. I think he's always loved Colorado. Uh-huh. When, when I was talking to him about my kids looking at school, he was like, oh my yeah. God, I picked Colorado. Yes. So I know he's always yeah, loved I it. So the fact that, that yep. he's there yeah. as a superintendent kind of making that right. impact is uh-huh. really cool. So congratulations to Tony. That's awesome. Yeah. And hit, that's sure. another
1: one too, just trying to like yeah. make the education system yes. work for the students instead of the students working for the education system and that goal. And that, So I think that's awesome that he... Now has a chance to do that, and maybe he will change the entire education system in the country.
0: (laughs) I think too. Yeah, and I loved it. he was able to break it down. Yeah, because I had a lot of questions. Talk to me like I'm four years old. Right. To really understand what's happening Mm -hmm. within the education system and how Mm -hmm. it's changed and what what's good about it. Like what are still there's a lot that's happening. We were
1: like, this is really fresh. He's like,
0: let me tell you why this is actually good and the positivities of it. So yeah. Yep, so that I was agree. great. And then he also, I loved uh, talking about um, his issues with anxiety and stress and how that was such a big part of his life and yeah. he didn't know what it was. was and yeah. he's gotten into Brene Brown and really working through his own vulnerability and, yeah. and how that's like mm-hmm. yeah. opened up his relationships. Right. And right. yeah, I I especially, not to be too stereotypical, but I think as a man to be able to open up and really talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, it was really moving. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's, he's such a great dude. Yeah. Uh maybe we have him back, you know, our mini series. Right? <laughs> the, for education. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yep. For sure. Bobna.
1: Miss Bobna. Yeah. With Bob with I know with serious. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She talked about, right, wanting to meet Howard herself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh right? Mimi, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Carrie, yeah. That's
1: right. Some of the cool concerts that she gets to go to. Yeah. Howard Stern having his own elevator. True. So she to get you. to see him. I yeah. know, right? Yeah. yeah. But I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a I did connect to
0: have. For sure. And um <laughs> she talked a lot too about outside of her professional life, which was fascinating. And I think <laughs> mm-hmm. she pursued that role and, and, you know, has made it her own, which yeah. I think is always yep. awesome. Yep. Um, within that industry like she completely changed industries and then and then drove something different. I think what I also really loved we lo- heard about her culture and also how that culture's played a, a role in her life and mm-hmm. both you know positively and maybe in some ways where it's been frustrating mm-hmm. and then I think also just you know how independent she is and how she's gotten to this place mm-hmm. where she's okay on her own yeah and I really loved hearing about that. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. Like, the, like, I'm gonna do this.
1: Yeah, join me if you want, but yeah,
0: yeah. And like, yeah. there's a version. There's only one way you can be happy, right? Mm-hmm. Is if you're married, and you yeah. have the kids, and the right, like and traditional. It's not, yeah. And it's like, you know, there's a lot out there right. for people. And she's like, I'm living my best yeah. life with nobody yes. to answer yeah. to,
1: which is awesome too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the for confidence sure. that that takes, and yeah, yeah, security and all of that. That's yep,
0: yep. Uh, next, we spoke with Greg. Piper. Piper. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Greg was also someone that took a minute uh, yep. to schedule mm-hmm. only because he's so fascinating and he's like been all over the world that we had yeah. to kind of connect with right. his, his work-play balance. You get three weeks
1: to catch him and then he's
0: out for <laughs> yeah. three weeks. Yeah. And then three
1: weeks he's on. and Yeah.
0: A funny thing about the interview that I remember mm. uh, before we kind of get into the content: he's very energetic. Yes. And I felt like his energy to sit here for an hour. Uh was like he was like a caged right i know right (laughs) yeah he's like a little bit because he said he's super yeah like always moving and he's super energetic and so i do remember that about him Uh like having
1: just tons of energy yeah what fascinated me is him talking about the success of his tattoo shop exposed temptations like when it first opened and how huge it is now and i know i know everybody has um I mean, you know, they know about that place. When people say, where do Mm. do you go to get a tattoo and expose temptations, it's always the first place people say. Interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I got one of my tattoos there. So, but for him to say, I mean, you know, just the wait list that it is now and and the scheduling. And and, how
0: it came to be with the Pentecostal church. Yes. So I'm not going to tell that whole story because that is fascinating. All you need to know is Pentecostal Church on the front page of the Washington Post. Now you go and And tattoo shop and tattoo shop Mm -hmm. and go listen. So that was fascinating, and then his uh, also his path to he started with some artwork in high school. Mm -hmm. Doing um like leather jackets for people yeah. back in the day when yeah. like you would yeah, with all the had, bikers. like the, yeah. the bands yeah, yeah, yeah. and like my yeah. Crew and all that. Like yep. so the idea that he had this passion or interest and mm-hmm. then turned that into a career. Right. We always loved that. Yeah. You know, people that yep. could follow that. And yeah. then
1: he was a Marine for a little bit.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So and I think the um the idea, the discipline of whatever you choose mm-hmm. that, that requires time, education, you know, mm-hmm. it isn't just like Oh, I can do this, and now I have a successful business. Uh-huh. There's right. There's a right. lot of that goes into that. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and he's done it. Well. Oh my gosh! He's and remember the it. thing. Yeah, the other thing that was funny is when he talked about. We asked about like his nutrition because he seemed like very uh-huh. disciplined in his habits, and he said occasionally he'll have a drink. Yeah. Do you remember what his drink of choice was? It was a lemon drop. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Or like a Cosmo. Yeah, yeah. And something he's this like, like I know he's this rugged, huge dude, right? Yeah, yeah. That was something hilarious. very hilarious. Like, Okay. Right. Yeah. With the- right. Right. Yes. I, yeah, you're right. That's funny. I, yeah, you're right. I do. Yeah, that was funny. Yep. So good. Every once in a while. Miss Michelle Adams. Yes. Love her. I know. Love you, I Michelle. Know. I know. Thank you she's for being fun. on. Right. Her, I mean, same career for I know. 19 years, I think, at this point, right? It was yeah. 18 when we interviewed her. So, yeah. And the success that she's had in medical sales and clients and her talking about, here, because my husband's in sales and taking care of your clients and always being able to anticipate what the competition is going to do. Mm. Or if you do have competition, like just making sure that you are stepping in to take care of the people who have been there for you and, um, always being ready and having that network set and that relationship built so that if something is coming down the pipeline, they give you a heads up so that you are able to. Yep do something to correct it or save that account or whatever, just the importance of relationships and networking. I thought
0: that was. For sure. And then also the talk, she talked a lot about being a woman in sales and just that progression in her career and how she had to be strategic Mm -hmm. and, you know, thoughtful about that and Mm -hmm. all, all of that rejection. Yeah. And I think that was the other thing. I think I remember her telling a story about being having a lot of rejection kind of going home and having that like watershed moment of like am I gonna like stick this out and pursue it you know is there something mm-hmm. here and that's when she pivoted from I think selling like copiers or faxes yes. or something mm-hmm. um and then kind of this whole other world it opened was up like business yeah
1: yeah because someone said you're actually really good at building the relationships so yeah like more long-term sales and then yes. yeah she made her first sale on yeah. that commission check she yeah, bought but... some clothes and paid <laughs> off her student loans yeah. and yeah. her car or something like that, but, or put it down yeah. on a car or something. But just that somebody recognized in her, her ability to build relationships yeah. and,
0: yeah. yeah. And Michelle is also one of those people that I think is so positive and you, after you spend time with her, it's like, you feel like warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, you're, mm-hmm. she's just so, and I'm sure that that translates, you know, effectively yeah. right. in her role. Of, like, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
1: Relatable is sponsored by TFA Soft Skills, your one-stop shop for workshops, coaching, speaking, and soft skills development. If you'd like to hire Teresa, visit www.tfasoftskills.com for more information.
0: Uh, Ethan Zahn. So that we have to, a little shout out to Tara um at St. Tim's because uh-huh. I think she helped us to yeah. connect with she Ethan. Did. Yep. And um and Ethan, you know, I think is someone who is pretty busy and has mm-hmm. a, a busy calendar in terms of commitment. So appreciate him stopping by the mm-hmm. show and being yeah. on. Yeah. That was good. He was awesome. He did answer the question, right?
1: Like they will not let you die on these <laughs> reality shows. But they do let you get close to the point. Remember we yeah. said like there were the Producers or whoever can't. The crew had guns to shoot animals if they would come. We're going to come and attack them in Africa, but they were not going to do anything else to save them. Like that was it, right? Like yeah. you just had to. Sur- you actually had to survive and yeah, um, Survivor Africa. And then he did the other one. Survive. He did the other oh, the, one. there's an alumni uh, one. Yeah, alumni. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And but I agree with you. I mean, starting his grassroots soccer yes. charity because. That brings everybody together. You just need a ball Humanity, and everybody, yeah. yeah, all of that, and and his, his his, his bowls. bowls, his bowl with the yep. dry and the wet, yes, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> I know, it's kind my of crunch cool. bowl, if that's you want to me, That's one, a good stocking stuffer. I know is the crunch that'd be bowl. Good. Yeah, that'd be good for that. That would be good. For um, me. Yeah, my crunch my, bowl. I think to too
0: morning. his you know recovery from being you know having cancer and, and 12, his attitude. Yeah. He's someone else too that I feel. Super positive, Mm -hmm. like, super motivated to take that platform and do, you know, good things Mm -hmm. with it and figuring out ways to continue to Mm -hmm. stay connected so he can move the needle on the things he's passionate about. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yep. yep. I agree with you. Greg Amore. Good old Greg. Yeah,
1: good old Greg. (laughs) Just kidding. He was awesome. I mean, I don't want to say failing, but figuring out the school wasn't for him. becoming a bartender and how that taught him lessons to be successful there.
0: Yeah, that was, I think he was saying like that ended up being a phenomenal teacher Mm -hmm. in terms of those relationships uh, and being able to like meet people, connect with people, figure out what they do Mm -hmm. um, and how that really helped him mature. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny about Greg, I've known him for so long and I think I had a version of Greg and, and we have a good friend that listened to the interview And came back and said, let me tell you kind of what I heard, like, was I was listening to you. And that's what he told me is that Uh I had this version of Greg that maybe is dated. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's probably fair. Cause there's a period of time where I knew him really well. Uh Um, But I think he's so, um, I think the thing about Greg that I love is like one, he kind of was really open to about that journey. So Uh kind of where he's been, but I think also like the commitment to success and that competitive nature Uh of like, you know, I'll went out. Yeah. <laughs> and how yeah. that like th- I think that kind of background or motivator is good in the uh-huh. sales line uh-huh. of work for sure. And I think the other thing that I love about Greg, I think is he is someone who, you know, and I don't know if I said this during our conversation when we met, but you know, when Paul was sick, he called all of the time, texted a lot, um and through by our my one of my best, you know, closer friends like his she he is her brother um and through her just like he was just very connected Mm -hmm. and i just feel like he's got he's a softy in there yeah yeah (laughs) you know he's like super compassionate and softy
1: right well being a bartender for so long right yeah you get to i mean everybody tells their sad stories to the bartender right right. so you yeah yeah so yeah probably lessons learned there i I mean you know for sure so
0: yeah Yeah. thank you greg Mm -hmm. I know you did that totally as a favor, too. It was like, (laughs) not something that, like, he was like, yeah, let's get on it. I know, right? Yeah, that's true. That was was a favor. I don't really know. Right, right. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, Don Spears. Oh, Don, we had to go part one, part two. Yes, because he was amazing. Because it was so good. Yep. Uh, What a great conversation. Um, He's someone that I definitely wanted to have on for a long time. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of a different type of career Mm -hmm. that we haven't talked about. Yep. And ATF. Um, yeah. Yep. Mhm. And um I guess for me, you know, one of the things that I always took from it, I think it's even in our show notes and now my one of my friends and I occasionally will text this to each other is suck a little less. Yes, today. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um so I love that. That was uh-huh. and that was like sort of at the tail end of the interview, yeah. but I did love that um yep. that piece of advice. Uh-huh. I think his story about um, getting into at the time the Secret Service mm-hmm. and how hard that was yeah. and how he went back to his, his high school math teacher
1: yeah to get help with math with, with, with his, his daughter, daughter. And yeah <laughs> his baby and the car seat yeah. yeah I know right but, but was, then also his teacher like willing to do I that i mean teachers are just, they are amazing humans and they are. yeah yeah, yeah so. and i think
0: also for don um that pivot from secret service to atf the move to richmond which was huge uh when their whole network was here i think the the january 6th attack on the Capitol and his involvement in that yeah in that kind of that's it's it's really a good episode <laughs> To get a behind the yes. scenes look of right. what he does happening, he does
1: explain a lot. He does tell a lot about what um, happened that
0: day. Yeah, you know, and I think just these roles that people have in serving our country and keeping us safe, and and plus the the desire and the drive on mission. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way he talked about it. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. Is his love of family mm-hmm. and his great story about their wedding. I know that's
1: like I mean so yeah, touching. Right? Yeah. Um,
0: and then yeah. yeah, it was just yeah, it was a pleasure. And I um, he's someone else that gets a lot of a lot of listens. So thank yeah. you, Don, for that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yep.
1: Megan and Luke for the last time. <gasps> I know, right? <laughs> that was fun to um, go back. I mean, you know, we played some snippets from yes. every year that that you had interviewed them, and just to hear. <laughs> Don't be a baby. Changes. I know, right? <laughs> to hear the changes that they make yes. some of their. I think they all pretty much they kept um like the same yeah. friend groups, but the changes in their thoughts and their actions and what they thought the future would look like, and now looking back and you know just how and also just see how much they've grown and how yeah. much team, like they people actually do grow through high school. You don't really see it <laughs> until you start to look back and you're like, wow, it came a long way. Yeah, I really applaud and doing them it both. Through COVID and yeah, yeah, like they that took a good chunk of, I mean, two years of their high school career, and you know, yeah. still, yeah.
0: I feel like they were guinea pigs for us, um, mm-hmm. because they were early guests, yeah, and so They're one like the props for that, right? yeah. And I think um, putting themselves out there when mm-hmm. you're a young teen, yeah, you know, I think they both by the last conversation, to me, felt much more, like, comfortable in their own, you know, yeah. just, like, all of right. us, like, during Luke's that.
1: sitting here with his foot up and just, yeah, talking. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and they were also, like, very, I mean, they talked a lot about friend groups yeah, and their views on drinking and drugs and grades and how, at first, it wasn't, it was no big deal, and then it became super important and how it should always be important because trying to fix that in the, yeah. like, going back and trying to fix things, like, that it does does affect you your entire career and just that great advice that they gave too.
0: And what's really cool now that they're all done is people can go back and listen to them in succession. I have a friend at a place where I do some consulting and she said she went and listened to them in a row. And she said it was so cool because you could really hear, to your point, you know, them, them change. And I think also they are great episodes for people in that path so mm-hmm. before you're going into a freshman year before your sophomore year it's mm-hmm. really it's like a good tell yeah of what yes. to expect and they were really, and they're they very were, different people they are very different so people. yeah so that's they cool are, i know yeah yeah i'm very grateful uh for both of them and you know for the insight that they bring and their honesty of just yeah. kind of saying how it and, is yeah they yep they were very honest i will never forget funny. how megan is like if you wrong her she yeah. will move on, no problem. Right, right. I know. She's like <laughs> it's fine. Luke right. is a little more, you know, I think forgiving than yeah. the way. But I Do right, I don't know. I just like their their differences and then uh-huh. um and that they, they stuck through the stuff yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh Thanks. Sam Slevin. Sam is so that was year two for Sam. Yeah, um we got him we, we,
1: right before his freshman year and then So yeah. he's
0: carrying on the tradition. Um, and at least in 2022 and beyond of, of us talking to people throughout their journey. Uh, college. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's doing college. He's doing
0: college. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the thing I loved about this episode with Sam was talking about his anxiety in the beginning Mm -hmm. of school Mm -hmm. and how stressed out he was and, and feeling like uh, yeah, I don't know that I want to be doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and that stress, right? Mm-hmm. And then how he managed through that. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, I agree. And then still, you know, continuing with baseball and time management, figuring all of that out, how to yeah. balance schoolwork and sports and the workout and the accountability that they are held to as as collegiate as yes. a collegiate athlete. And um, but also, you know, just like the brotherhood with his teammates and. And then, yeah, making sure your grades stay up and yeah. and balancing those friend relationships, too, so that it's not just so much, you know, yeah, being able to enjoy college a little bit, too.
0: So. Yeah, and I think the other thing about Sam, too, is the, um, I think you talked about getting injured and mm-hmm. playing time mm-hmm. and, you know, how he reconciled that mm-hmm. uh, and that he was, like, super stoked to go back. You know, it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Like, we're going to be talking to him in the summer, so mm-hmm. you get a good view of, like, the year... Uh, reflection right. of the year and then kind of what's, right. what is and it, then he paid. will have just wrapped up his season so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. thank so you Sam time.
1: we are busy scheduling relatable interviews for 2023 and we love our relatable community if you or someone you know would be a good guest for relatable let us know you can send an email to info at tfasoftskills.com include the potential guest name and contact information Please send all suggestions to info at tfasoftskills.com. Jessica Avil. Yep. The van life, which is awesome, and also the English major. She gave hopes. I remember Thomas was like, oh, thank goodness I might be able to do something with
0: my English degree. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I love being said that she gives hope for English majors. I think the other thing about... Jessica, when she talked about tinnitus and and a lot of stress and anxiety, uh, how she's been able to manage that. And I think she's found people that can support her. Yes. She's had, I think she talked about a boss that uh-huh. was like really, or supervisor, yeah. that really allowed space uh-huh. and room for that. Yep. Uh, and then I also just, I think being creative and how do you make it in mm-hmm. a creative role. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now, I think, a director and we talked a lot about copywriting, what it is, what it isn't. Yeah, I, it was really, and then and then I think that it kind of adventurous spirit of like she left really early, went to Michigan, like she just followed opportunity mm-hmm. to have a career in yeah. this field, which yeah. is not, you know, yeah. easy. And, um, and the other cool thing is, you know, so the, 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 the way this, this is one of those great stories about networks. So I was at a 50th birthday party for a good friend of mine. I met her mother. Mm -hmm. We connected. It was like a three-day weekend. She and I connected. She and I are like buddies and friends. And then she, on that weekend, started talking to me about Jessica and just her life. And, you know, it's just been an interesting path. So then I was like, we'd love to have her on. Then we had her on. And so it's just, it's a... When we talked to her we were we recorded it on Zoom and um her mom Anita popped in and I got to see yeah. her on video. And it was cool too because she does these things where she house sits. Yeah. So she's like this true nomad. Yes. Uh, but seems to kind of work it all out uh-huh. in terms of being able and to still work. That's yeah. what said. Yeah. She loves super it. Super cool, yeah. interesting. It's a good interview, yeah. like just kind of
1: different in terms of yep. Right. And we talked about like, don't you ever feel not safe? I mean, living in a van yes. and you know, she's like sleeping in campgrounds and You know, yeah. What did she say? Well,
0: we would. There is a secret to We won't say what it is. No, we won't. Right? Uh, But you'll have to listen. Yeah.
1: And how do you? And she met somebody. You Mm -hmm. know, like she had a boyfriend, and yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah. And we were.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it was Hannah who was like, "Yeah, we got to get someone with Van life on." Yes. So thank you, Hannah. I know, right? In the room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I do think, yeah, Van life is awesome. Okay. We have Deborah. Deborah and doctor nailer
1: yep again I mean another one right just mental health in the mm-hmm. corporate space and yeah how do you support your people and how do you build programs and yeah that's another something down the inclusion you know space and taking yes. care of your community and I mean yeah just all over the place like And the fact that Deloitte is doing something about this, like that could, a huge trendsetter for them, right? I mean, so.
0: Total pioneers. I loved the difference between Deborah and and Dr. Naylor, just in terms of their background. Mm. Deborah's fascinating sort of forensic career, how she had a, a moment of, you know, had kind of a job, I think, with Department of Justice was this crossroads the deloitte thing she like took mm. a leap and it's 10 turned into a 10 plus year maybe mm-hmm. 12 years at this yeah. point but journey and i you know because i have the fort you know i worked with her just watching that program build out and what she's had to do mm-hmm. to navigate the politics there to get to where yes. it's just incredible right and they did talk a lot about that too like yeah the, yeah the and that he's like a performance to... psychologist and has yep. worked with a lot of athletes so that was yep. fascinating and he talked about his journey <clears> and uh <throat> and then yes like i think One of the things that it it represents for me, it just reminds me, it's like, you know, the kind of two sides of a coin or together is better. But, you know, having that diversity of thought, having other people that are engaged in your program, like kind of your ego aside, being able to recognize that there's other strengths that come to the Mm -hmm. table to make a thing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she seems like someone that's so plugged into her network Uh and resources and being able to... And using them yeah being okay
1: using them and like right you know they, they say they talked for,
0: sure. for years yeah
1: yeah um, they said it took a lot like five years i think yeah, I, I think that's five right years. it was like a long time yeah that they back and forth and yeah and then it was like okay it's time to like yeah this off now we have something ready to go but see it's all
0: about who you know, I know. that's <laughs> i know it is always, there's a lot right? about the network i think too they, they talked about which i love it's like it's not always you know, we think about mental health and we think about performance and we think about all of that, it isn't always like a catastrophic
1: mm-hmm.
0: catastrophic yeah. event or mm-hmm. like a psycho- psychotic yeah. breaker. It's like being able to understand, I think um, Dr. Nerla talked about those kind of big moments and having mm-hmm. those big moments be manageable mm-hmm. and then it sort of comes up again, you know, it's yeah. like that so then, cyclical. Yeah. Uh-huh uh yeah i just i right. think what they're doing there is incredible i i hope that they continue to get the support i know there's a lot of need coming mm-hmm. out of covid and there's a lot of recognition of yeah the importance yeah. of mental health and how they can support people right and so, it's all yeah. right
1: managing those little moments so that the big moment like dan said which will be yeah well, yeah Same, that's, right yeah yeah, yeah. You, man-
0: you manage the little moments and so yeah. when the
1: big moment does come and i think that dr Nealer like totally. you're ready you are ready to deal with it yeah and that's you know dr Nealer's thought too so yeah yeah it's fantastic which I guess would make sense for performance and sports and whatever, whatever, right? I know. Um, same I know. thing. So, yeah. Dr. Pratt. Yes. yes. Yeah. Actual make a wish.
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yes, indeed. Actual make a wish. That's yes. right. Fascinating conversation yeah. in terms of her story uh, as having cancer as a kid and then becoming an oncologist, really. Like, just knowing yeah. from that early age, right. like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah.
1: And researching. I mean, yeah, being in research and then mm-hmm. going to bedside and taking care of the kids. And the family. She mentioned the importance of taking care of the families, too. Right? And while they're helping their kids through these, you know, traumatic, life-altering yeah. health situations. But, you know, that the caretakers need to be taken care of, too. And
0: For sure. And I think the idea that make a wish is not for people that are dying mm-hmm. that was an education for mm-hmm. me that there's a lot of opportunities so if you have children that are ill or you have loved ones that are ill you know there's mm-hmm. a whole program that's sort of that's that's waiting and available mm-hmm. and to take part yep. in yeah uh, and or so if
1: you have resources and you want to donate things yeah like that. perfect yeah yeah that too for but, sure and I like that she gave I mean you know just the variety of things that people choose you always hear about the trips and, yeah. you know, she said Disney was huge and Europe is huge. But, you know, that kids also, somebody thought about the kids in their neighborhood and asked mm. for a playground to right. be built in the neighborhood. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, the She Shed, which is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I <laughs> think that's she awesome. Shed. That's right. Right. But they just yeah. you know, that went all out on that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, the creativity that kids have, too, of, of things that yes. they want and you know just
0: and that it's and then we talked too about the psychology of the wish Mm -hmm. and so how important it is like it it helped to have like optimism that you can heal Mm -hmm. and there was something to look forward to and the like they mm-hmm. say that in terms of healing, that's such an important part is like, what are you living for? You know, yeah. what do you have to, yeah. to drive to? Yep. Uh, and then just, I also loved hearing about her path to being a doctor and, and what it's like, like a day in the life in terms mm-hmm. of the kind of role that she has. And I mm-hmm. think the pressure that's on doctors now and how to create some balance and how do you have that career and and a life. I mean, yeah. it's tough, mm-hmm. I feel like. So yeah. she, I think, was give, gave some good insight yeah. into how that's moving right. to that needle. And duct. good reminders to
1: us when we see doctors that they do have yeah, other know, things going on things. in their lives besides just taking care of I
0: know us. Yeah. Right. For yeah. sure. And, and they don't have
1: all the answers yes. all the time. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it's
0: like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it's you, Dr. To the... Pratt. Yeah. Uh Jason Mills. So Jason uh is works with HIT and uh, construction and contracting. That's uh-huh. Um, And Jason is great. So he was such a easy person to work with and partner with when he helped us um, with our addition here. And then, you know, as someone that I felt like we hadn't had uh, trade work represented. Mm -hmm. And so I'd love to get more of that next year, talk Mm -hmm. to more people that that, uh, work in that way. Um, he gave us a whole list of yes. trade options and, yeah. I just keep thinking about the elevator union. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm for and the elevator well, union. I is. know, right?
1: I know. And, right, who would have ever thought? But, I mean, I you know. know, you need vertical transportation, <laughs> right? I know, that's such a good thing. Never thought <laughs> of so, those yeah, terms. but, and then also, yeah, how unions work and, I mean, you know, like, why join them and education and education opportunities for that yeah. and, you know if college isn't for you or if you go to school for something and you decide that's not really what you want to do and
0: yeah yeah that and i loved the discipline factor of like you know there's components to it that are i think expected in terms of that kind of work where it's early mornings but you know you're sort of Mm -hmm. out early but you're you're there Uh you got to be a morning person right i think or at least trained to be yeah Uh, And then I think too, as, as he talked about some of his own challenges, like owning his own business and kind of being on that ride and it getting so successful so fast. And then from a business perspective, having some pain and then trying to, you know, I just, Mm. you know, it's a great story in terms again of having to pivot. And then, you know, now that he's having, has this career with hit, which is, you know, going really well. And he seems to like have that connection of fulfillment Mm -hmm. plus, You know, being at a place that supports the kind of work he wants to do. I appreciate
1: how vulnerable and honest he was about his business and what happens when you trust other people. I mean, you know, that's what you pay them for, but then, you know, like still keeping tabs on things. I have friends and, you know, who the same thing has happened to them as far as taxes go or whatever and, you know, but he was just very open and honest about And like the accountability of that, that,
0: right? Like recognizing Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, it's on you Mm -hmm. and you can, and this is true in any organization, like you can get big and the further you get from things, if, if you, you know, you got to be plugged in, Mm -hmm. stuff can happen. He said, right. He said,
1: if you feel it, probably check into it because, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, he, um, also just, you know, um, one of the things we talked about, and I think we talked about it during the conversation, but there, there are a couple of internships that hit offers mm-hmm. for high schoolers mm-hmm. so that you can go it's a week long you mm-hmm. get exposure to some different yeah. work and so yep. for those people that might be interested in that yeah. you know certainly look into that I think yeah. there's an application process it's a great way yeah. to see all aspects because I think yeah. they start in the front office and then they go on yes. sites and so they uh-huh. get to see all yep. of it
1: yeah he said um, right they learn to take care of something small yeah. and then they'll give them something bigger and then something bigger to make sure that they like you know how to man. You know, just throw you into yeah. this Huge forty-five million dollar project, and and I think that go so that being detail
0: go. oriented. Obviously, working with your hands, like that mm-hmm. you're comfortable with that, and then the other thing around relationships, mm-hmm. and that is obviously a huge piece of being able to do mm-hmm. that kind of work. Yes, yeah. you're going to people's homes, or you're. You know on job sites where it's like you know people need to trust that what you're doing <laughs> mm-hmm. is right
1: right yeah or you're building their yeah. business buildings and you know yeah. just things that people are very passionate about and it's important to them and they're spending a lot of money to get this done and so yes yeah and being honest and being open in communication and just saying we're a little bit behind yes but you know we're here's where we're gonna get caught up or you know but yeah like not trying to just hide it right and then cuz that just makes a bigger problem but yeah. yep so yeah, great. And then
0: obviously, not obviously, I guess, but at, at towards the end, you know, sort of very vulnerable about thinking back about what he would have done differently and the impact mm-hmm. that, you know, his dad's had on his mm-hmm. life. And I think recognizing, uh, one of the things I love about that question when we ask it is just, you know, there are different moments for different people, obviously, mm-hmm. in terms of that connection point. And so recognizing like what matters or what would have been helpful um, and then, you know, having kind of that sweet spot of mm-hmm. like what, you know, recognizing like I'm not a punk kid anymore. Right, right. <laughs> so maybe, you know, if there are, you know, more yeah. on the younger side listening, it's like yeah. your parents do sometimes know. Sometimes, <laughs> right. Not all the time, but sometimes we know. <laughs> yeah. Live through it, maybe. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then last but not least for sure. Yep. Drum roll. Yeah. Right. Jeff Penny. Yeah. That was awesome diary of a wimpy kid yeah universe let's just put it that way
1: like yeah i know right yeah the the universe right yeah yeah he was awesome and talked about all the i mean you know yeah failing being rejected as a cartoon artist Mm -hmm. and then just being like okay and kind of falling into just writing the stories and the success that it's had and just riding the coattails of that right he said he works so much like he yeah. does not take a lot of time at all right he, right. he might go to watch his kids at their basketball it's games it's and it's then it's right good. back to
0: work and so yeah yeah i think but. he talks a lot about the ten thousand hours and malcolm gladwell and the idea that it is persistence sometimes when i'm in an interview i'll have a reaction to it and you know i'll have a feeling of how the interview went and then when i go back and listen to it sometimes it'll match that or sometimes it'll feel like really different and this interview felt very different when I listened Mm. back to it Mm. and I'm not sure why that is but I think maybe because when I was interviewing him I'm you know when I'm interviewing people I'm definitely in a certain mode to be actively listening to them particularly and thinking of questions that make sense and what's a nice follow-on whereas when I listen back to it I can more just I'm not I don't have a job I'm just Mm -hmm. more listening to hear it and I think his remarks on you know what's helped him to be successful his practical advice when he talked about writer's block and we mm-hmm. won't give it away but he gives actual mm-hmm. uh, there's a system that he follows and he's never had writer's block since then mm-hmm. the discipline of you know when he's drawing the pathway from when does he do the illustrations when does he when does he do the writing part like mm-hmm. the fact that the the comedy is so at the forefront of it all right. um, that he's like intentional about that time period mm-hmm the big answer on yes. whether or not uh-huh. Greg, thank ages. you. Uh, yeah. Greg ages. So that was, uh, yes. revealed in our conversation. Right. And, um, and I love that. And I want to go there. We'll have to make a TFA trip to go to the bookstore yeah. in know. Massachusetts. Yeah. Right. I, know. I would be awesome. that's so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. And again, our, my friend Brooke was, uh, helps to connect us to, to Jeff. And I think, uh, making himself available, I think as soon as he was done with us, he was going to go have a meeting yeah, with Sony. He,
1: Yeah, I know, right? He was like gotta up on something else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, about the movie,
1: right? <laughs> like, and his ba- and he's our got stuff band, our little band, and yeah, like yeah, the yeah, movies, the books, the bands, and yeah, um, loaded, yeah. Diapers is, is, the loaded diaper is loaded diaper. Yes, band. I know, right? And um, what his goals are, right? Getting to twenty books. Yes, and
0: yeah, it's just you know five movies. That kind and of whatever. commitment so, to a yeah. craft. And uh, to, to pushing out content. Yeah. And to, and I think when he talked about being on tour and how much he loves that, and then the the global reach of these stories and how, um, I don't, I just think it's amazing to, to know that you're impacting, obviously we're, we're, we are inspired by youth development, but the fact that, you yeah. know, on a daily mm-hmm. basis he's doing yep. something towards that right. creation. It's pretty um, amazing. Yeah,
1: and he said, right, like when you do, pick something and you do commit to it, like commit to it yeah. at being the best at that. So that's touring, right. He said, we're going to be the best people to tour with. Yeah. Right. Like, when I mean, he was like, let's just make it the best operation
0: that there is yes. so that it can be. Yeah. Cause you right. can't be so the best at everything. It. Yeah. 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 So He's so like, I'm not going to be one the one best day. author, but I can be the best author of middle school. Yes. <laughs> and Greg Heffley's right. world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it was just um I would say like and when we it's so nice to have this opportunity to reflect on the uh-huh. year and to think about all these people and to to revisit some of the key milestones and to one just you know certainly appreciate and are grateful for people that will give us their time and um, I don't know it just it's like it's really cool to to look back and see how we've been able to have these connections. Uh-huh. Great, a lot of aha moments. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I always, it's nice for me to get to publicly thank you yeah. for all your support in Ralph and Hannah too, who's sitting over there uh, for everything that, um, team TFA, you know, you all do to help support everything that we're doing yeah. here. So I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for
1: letting me still stick around to do yeah. it. Four years.
0: Four <laughs> years. And we're right? still talking. Right. We're still friends. Yeah, right. So right. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we're, we're excited about next year. We've already yeah. got some good stuff planned yeah. and, You know, we'll reveal it later, but both um, all of us here sort of at Team TFA have some big whales that we're trying to get. So if we ever get one, uh, we'll be sure to note that in our intro. Yeah. And then certainly if you know, if you're listening to this, you'll, you might hear in our bumpers um, and some of the other episodes um, in the latter part of this year, you know, we are filling out our calendar for next year. Mm -hmm. So if you have people that you think would would be be a good, yeah guests for us please mm-hmm. connect us you can um, contact contact us at info at yep. Uh because we'd love to you know we love talking to people obviously and hearing about uh, their path and their mm-hmm. how they've navigated the twists and turns right yeah keep us inspired yeah for sure so <laughs> thank you to everybody happy happy uh, 2022 and and certainly warm wishes for an awesome 2023 and um, we'll see you guys again in the new year in the new year Thank you so much. Take it easy. (laughs) Stay connected. connected.